And welcome to Hungry Hip Hop. Just takes on what these artists are serving up. We're looking for the spiciest bars, vibes, and production in order to expand our palettes and diversify our playlist. What up, guys? And today we're taking a look at the album Montero by the rapper artist Lil Nas X. If you don't know about Lil Nas X, where have you been? He made this this track called Old Town Road in 2019, which I know you know. The song was absolutely fucking massive. It actually holds the record for right? 20, 2018, 2018, but it was still exploding yeah, yeah, in 2019. Yeah, 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 for sure. Still holds the record for the longest time of a song on the American Billboard charts at the top of, of anything. You, you can put that above Tupac, above the Beatles. Above it's the highest streamed song ever from Correct, right? Yeah, this thing holds yeah. so many fucking records for a single. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. So moving off of the success of Old Town Road in 2018, Nas X came back with, I, w- I would say, a an EP7 that was pretty, pretty good, but definitely didn't really expand his horizons that much. And people were still wondering, hey, is Lil Nas X just going to be known as that guy who did Old Town Road and then has like that lesser song, Nini? But... We're coming back here 2021 and we are finally getting Montero, the long-awaited full album from Lil Nas X. It's here amidst a ton of controversy that has happened from everything from calling people out to getting a song with Jack Harlow to twerking on the devil. He's been all over the past year or two. So Montero, we're here. Mark, what are you thinking about this album? So, first of all, was this actually a long-awaited album? Just curious. Like, I know it's supposed to say that, but, like, I'm actually curious. Like, were people waiting for this? Do you know? Yeah. I mean, think about how long ago Old Town Road popped off. That was three years ago. It was a while ago. I'm just wondering if people were actually... This album, what I thought about it. First of all, this was better than I thought it was going to be. I'll put it that way. I actually did not expect anything at all out of this album just because... Um, I heard his EP afterwards. I wasn't really a fan, to be honest. I thought Panini was good, but like it just wasn't really my type of song. But it was cool, though. Um, this album, I thought, had some great production. Like, great production. Like, you could tell that there was the industry power behind this and the market because, like, I thought the production was fire. I thought the features were all pretty good. Um, I really enjoyed the... Um, Doja Cat feature for some reason. I, f- I fucked with that, mm. but uh, the features were good, and like I said, the production was good. Lil Nas was great. Um, it was a very poppy album, so this very much sounds like pop, hip hop, or whatever, pop rap, whatever you want to call it. Um, and yeah, it's my biggest thing is just that like it's pretty forgettable. <laughs> like, there's not a single song on this album I really like really remember to be honest. Um, but like it's a cool thing to listen to. You can just press play and like kind of just play through. I think I might like I don't know. There's maybe like one or two skips. But for the most part, all the songs sounded fine. There's just there was like there wasn't a single song that was like, oh my god, I gotta like this or I gotta come back to this or like I'm gonna go back and listen to this. Like there wasn't a single song that did that to me. But there also wasn't a single song that was like, oh my god, can this end already? Like I thought it was actually a pretty decent album. I think just like if anyone else would have released this album. Or actually, like, just put him with, like, less fame. I think this would have been fine. But, like, because, once again, you got to live up to, like, 
Old Town Road. And let's just be real. I think it's like an impossible standard because he's never going to be able to live with the Old Town Road ever, 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 ever. He will not be able to and no other artist will be able to because that song, just for whatever reason, had the appeal to where it could appeal to any human on earth, no matter what age or what culture, like Old Town Road was just appealing. And so I don't think he'll ever be able to hit that again. And I don't know. This was just kind of like a okay album. I did appreciate the gay bars, though, to be honest, actually being real, like the same way when like girls are like really sexually aggressive on rap songs. It's just kind of like when you're doing something that's outside the norm, I like it. So when Kevin does it and like Lil Nas X does it in the sense of like, um, you know, boy, come over here. I only want you for a one night stand. This is this and this. And like, he's keeping that same typical rap energy, but just, you know, directed at guys now. So I don't know. I appreciated it. That was kind of cool. Milo. This is Milo live in stereo. And I hope you can hear me. This album is, I don't know. This album is, it's not a rap album. So don't come into it looking for hip hop. It's a very hook focused pop album and the hooks are not that good Mm -hmm. throughout there is a lot of stuff you've heard before which i get no one's ever technically created anything new as far as art goes but you do want to try to put a little bit of a twist on it try to mix it up just a little bit and i didn't i didn't hear any of that some songs sounded like travis travis scott one song sounded like the guitar from the Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. There was another song that sounded like, here, let me look, look through my notes. So they don't all sound the same then. In effect. No, no, no. I didn't say that the album, I didn't say the song sounded the same. I said the albums feature a lot of stuff that you've heard before, but it, it, there isn't much of a twist on it. Like it sounds like it's just biting, like pure biting off mm-hmm. of other people's, other people's styles. So, it's a pop album that has a lot of crappy hooks and music that you heard somewhere else just lifted from somewhere else. Like just go play the desert level in Legend of Zelda and you'll hear that guitar. So I wasn't very impressed. The, some of the storytelling content, he talks about people that switched up on him when he started getting famous. That was valuable to me. That was unique. I wasn't expecting to hear any of that but we can get into it as we go song by song. I don't know. I just, if you're going to listen to this album, it's definitely not something that's very thought provoking and it's not something very experimental. Yeah, I can't, I think this album's fire. I, I think the variety on this is so much fun from like Montero, call me by your name, going all the way to like the track with Elton John. I, I can't not understand your criticism anymore, especially that you liked certified lover boy. Like, if we're ever going to talk about someone who's just, like, skating off previous songs, putting zero effort into their albums, like, like get off a, get off a little Nas X. Let's talk about Certified Lover Boy. But, god damn, I think some of these tracks hit so hard. Like, right from the beginning when we, we got the title track Montero and then the song with Doja Cat is a fucking banger, too. Like, oh, Dollar Sign Slime, I love. And then... All the way at the end, when we get a feature from Miley Cyrus that I thought Miley sounds beautiful on it, I, I don't know. I think this hits, and there's, I don't know. Your your criticisms don't don't make sense to me if you can like enjoy Certified Lover Boy. If I'm being honest, but I think this this album is way better for me than that. But maybe if, get into I, it. if I could elaborate hey, a little ahead. bit. Yeah. 
So with Certified Lover Boy, Drake was basically riding the wave of his own style. Whereas here, I don't think, apart from Lil Nas X, I think the most unique part of it is his voice. But Lil Nas X like, doesn't have a style. Like we know Drake is going to use some kind of weird sample and speed it up and throw some drums over it. That's what Drake does. So yeah, I totally get that he didn't deviate from his comfort zone, but it's still Drake. That It's Drake flavored. There wasn't any Lil Nas X flavor to me off of this. And Drake's bars, when he starts rapping, add that extra element. So not only, not only is it Drake flavored, I also think Drake puts a little twist on his production from the production element. But even if you don't want to buy that, like when Drake raps, like he doesn't rely on just, well, I, I guess he does in some instances. But when he raps, his bars are, I would say, thought-provoking and challenging yeah, there was, there, was, that, there that. was that one off Certified Lover Boy that was like, you say that you're a lesbian girl, me too. That one, like, that one really hit. Whereas, well, that would be one of the instances know, where I, I paused and was like, he does rely on crappy hooks and some, even though I like that song. But yeah, because if anyone's going to be like co-opting someone else's sound, it's him doing that with the LGBTQ community, where which is actually what, <laughs> what Lil Nas X is, so... I, I really couldn't disagree with you more on this one, but we'll just we'll just fucking get into it then. So Montero, Call Me By Your Name. This was the second track that I heard of this album because it was a single after Industry Baby with Jack Harlow. And if you had to pick one song that was like, this is a banger that's going to get stuck in your head, it's going to be this one. And the chorus absolutely hits. And you're just like, call me by your name. It's, it's, it's really good. And... Like, like you guys said, the lyrics aren't too wild, aren't too crazy, but if this is an album and Lil Nas X is an artist about strong hooks, especially to start the album out, this is a pretty strong start. Mark, what'd you think about Montero, Call Me By Your Name? Yeah, so I thought overall this was a weaker song, but I did like the hook. I thought the hook was by far the best part of this song. Um, look at my notes. Um, yeah, I thought the hook was by far the best part of the song. I thought the instrumental was okay. Like the, the beat was okay. It, um, it wasn't special for me. Um, he seemed, oh no, this, this gave him off like some type of like, like almost like Madonna type vibe. Like, I don't know. It was just very, very poppy. Like almost like a Christina Aguilera or some shit like that. Like it was just incredibly poppy to me where it's just like, I mean, I like rap more so than pop for the most part. Uh, there's a few exceptions. And his like country rap was fire. Like I was talking with a friend about like this album or what if he came up with an all country rap album? And he was like, I'm glad it didn't because he would have been pigeon held into like being like just that type of artist making all the other songs. I was like, I get that. But at the same time, that's kind of what the fuck blew him up. So if he would have made like a country rap banger album, that shit would have been hard. And for me, it's just like he'd at least set the tone very early on of like, hey guys, this is this is a this is a pop album, you know. Um, and like I said, so the hook was catchy. Like I said, pop songs are catchy. So the hook was catchy. Um, I'll walk in my house. Call me if you want. Call me if you need me. Like it's it's catchy, but like outside of that hook, I was not a fan of the song. Uh, Milo. Yeah, so I guess since we're going to do comparisons, if you're going to have like a crappy hook, uh, one thing I can say for Aubrey is that he has a better voice. 
I don't really like Lil Nas X, Lil Nas X's voice. That's purely mm-hmm. a matter of that's purely subjective. But I, I just I'm not into the very. It worked on Old Town Road. The kind of deep, deeper delivery worked for that uh, country style that was mm-hmm. featured in Old Town Road. But it's not really working for kind of what you said, like this Madonna, Christina Aguilera esque mm-hmm. hook that repeats throughout the whole song. So. I, and I've heard the song a million times, so it's kind of a skip for me just off of that. Like, I've heard Montero more than I need to, and the same for Industry Baby. There are actually mm-hmm. other songs on this album that don't get any attention that should. Yeah, I mean, I think one one criticism that you could kind of have against this album is that, like, the the verses aren't really anything, like, special. Like, he's not, I'm not expecting, like, a Kendrick Lamar level verse from him and i think that's a real criticism you could have but like we're saying this is probably more of a pop album than a rap album mm-hmm. in my opinion mm-hmm. um so there if but if we go over to to industry baby like him and jack harlow i feel like have like real real rap verses on this mm-hmm. and jack harlow marked that shit bro jack harlow's verse on this i hadn't <laughs> i don't think i had heard anything from him from him until this, but he can rap, yo. <laughs> can anyone explain to me the controversy? Because I saw some of it on TikTok, but nobody yeah. ever explained it. What so, was the controversy with having Jack Harlow on this song? So it was more so the music video than the song. In the music video for this song, there's a bunch of male dancers. Like I don't know if they're like twerking on Lil Nas X, but you know, kind of like how normal hip hop videos, it's girl dancers like dancing over a guy rapper so in, in this song Lil Nas Hex has a bunch of guys dancing over him and whatnot and then on Jack Harlow's part Jack Harlow has a bunch of girls dancing on him and a bunch of people came on Twitter and they're like why the fuck is Jack Harlow on here you got this this white male you know with these girls when this is like like an LGBTQ like empowering song, blah blah. So like they're pretty much criticizing Jack Harlow for portraying straightness in a song uh, that, or from an artist that very much is like a beam for the LGBTQ community. Okay, because I was I was like listening to his verse. I was like trying to hear. Did he? Say yeah, yeah. Was that like, was said? It was just simply in the video. Okay. I'm gonna come out and say that's a dumbass criticism, to be honest. Yeah, it, it made no sense. Like, even Lil Nas X was like, "What are you guys talking about?" <laughs> yeah, it's Lil Nas X's song. If yeah, Jack Harlow like to be twerking on girls. Like, that's it's his song. He can do that. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, the song itself I thought was fire. The beat was fire. Um, I thought that um, what's his name? Uh, Lil Nas X. I thought he killed it. Um, I did think uh. I'll say, yeah, it's like I mentioned, I did think Jack Harlow, I think, did better, in my personal opinion. But the hook was fire. Catchy that song. Like, it's catchy. I wouldn't really listen to it again, but it was cool. Jack Harlow had a line that was a bar. He said, um, uh, say your time is coming soon, but just like Oklahoma, mine is coming sooner. I'm just a late bloomer. I didn't peak in high school. I'm still out here getting cuter. All these social networks and computers get these pussies walking around like they ain't losers. I don't know. Just hearing Jack Harlow come with those bars at the end, I was like, "Hey!" And then he made some. I can't. I can't see it right now, but he. I know he made a baby boomer line. Um, oh, yeah. He said, um, "Stop making jokes because they got old, <laughs> old like baby." Yeah, he said, "Stop making jokes because I got old like baby boomers." Hey, <laughs> I liked it, Alan. 
Yeah. So, ah, oh, dude, like you already mentioned, Jack Harlow goes really hard on this, but I think the cor- the chorus, the choruses on this song are the chorus is really strong. Lil Nas X's verse is like kind of whatever, but I did like when he's like, <laughs> "I'm a pop nigga like Bieber." I thought that was all funny because. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I would have actually liked Justin Bieber on this, but Lil Nas X is funny on this. Jack Harlow raps really well. I'm actually kind of surprised Bieber wasn't on this. I feel like he would be on dude, this album. Dude, I know, but Justin's such a... He's he's so weird. I don't even he's know just, what to think of him now, dude. <laughs> but, but yeah, Chief anyway. Keef, Justin Bieber, bro. I miss the Justin Bieber that hung out with Chief Keef and was throwing eggs at people's houses in Ferraris. <laughs> he's, he's also like... So if Justin Bieber's like this like devout Christian now, I wonder if he's like anti-LGBT now. Mm, like Chris Evans or whatever? <laughs> don't, yeah, don't aggregate that or anything, but this song's fire, Milo. Cancel Bieber, cancel Bieber, cancel <laughs> <up>. Bieber. <laughs> yeah, so this song might have worked if it weren't for Lil Nas, Lil Nas X is singing again. And those mm-hmm. horns, those horns are really distracting because they, and I don't, I, I haven't looked into this, but they sound like stock, horn, uh, stock horns. They sound like Stockholm. I'm like, they get no, no. these bars? <laughs> but then again, Lil Nas X, like he's obviously has vast resources. He could get a band to play. So I don't, I don't know, but just uh, the horns are really distracting and his voice is really distracting. The, the thing I liked most about the song was Jack Harlow, actually. If Jack Harlow had rapped the song, Mm-hmm. That would have been cool, but and once again, it's just been over. You know, it's for me. For me, it suffers from the overplaying syndrome of just I've heard it so many times. Yeah, but you can't judge the song on that. <laughs> no, what I'm, what I'm just saying, I'm not talking about like the quality of the song. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about how I respond to it mm-hmm. when it's just been running through your ears so many times. It mm-hmm. loses its zest when it, when it, when I hear it. I'd only heard it like a couple times, so maybe maybe once if that actually, to be honest. Um what else is on there? What, what songs I also really like? So um oh, so there was a song right after Montero called Dead Right Now, which we're on Montero. I said I hated the verses but love the hook. This was the opposite. I love the verses on Dead Right Now. I thought he had some bars, like um, Lil Nas X was like really saying some shit, but then the hook just sounded so whack, bro. And I don't know, I just wasn't really a fan of it. But I don't know, the 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 beat sounded very, I don't want to say like menacing, but it sounded very mm-hmm. dreary, and it kind of just worked really well with like the lyrics he was talking about. Um, and then in the verse two, 2018, I was at my sister's house the whole summer. Songs wasn't doing numbers. Whole life was going under. Left school. Then my dad and I had a face-to-face in Atlanta. He said, it's one a million chance, son. I told you, daddy, I am that one, blah, 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 whatever. And I, he's just telling this whole like story t- like story thing. He talks about how like um, almost committing suicide and like all this other shit. And so it's just like, it was just like really just kind of deep cut. Um, but the I don't know. I just thought the hook was just kind of whack. But uh, Alan, that's I have the kind of that same criticism because this is the first time on the on the album and really the first song I've heard by him that talks about Lil Nas X's come up. Like, yeah, like I didn't know he was from Atlanta before listening to this song or mm-hmm. like you said, having that face to face with his dad. And now all these people are calling him like 
when you get famous, suddenly everyone's thinking about you randomly, you know, and how just like fake as hell that is. But if you just told me like, this is one of the, this is one of the only songs that I can't remember the chorus at all. And that's mm-hmm. definitely not a good thing for a little Nas X song. It's definitely not a good mm-hmm. thing for a pop album. But if you say, hey, I need to hear rapping on this album, then, I mean, Dead Right Now is going to be a track that you can go to and you can see, mm-hmm. hey, there's some autobiography autobiography happening here. There's some rapping. But I, I don't know. Between especially like Montero and Industry Baby, which have like these strong, catchy choruses, like this mm-hmm. one was a little weaker and and without a strong chorus, it tends to be a little more forgettable for me. Milo? Yeah, so this is kind of what I was mentioning about the, like, Frankenstein's monster of different, like, who are you, dude? What's your flavor? Mm-hmm. Because the the music sounds like that Tame Impala song, New Person, Same Old Mistakes. And then mm-hmm. his delivery on the track sounded like somewhere between, yeah, like Travis Scott and well, I don't know, throw in another like mumble trap rapper. And so that was, that was, that's kind of what I mean by who is Lil Nas X? Like, what is his sound? And mm-hmm. I thought that was country actually. Like, when he, when he hit the scene with Old Town Road, I thought, oh, like, you know, he's, he's country and he's trying mm-hmm. to, you know, make a space for. He was on the country anyway. charts. That song blew up on the country charts and then got taken yeah. down. <laughs> Which is interesting. You don't hear any kind of country type of sound on this album. I mean, I'm telling you, I, don't, I just really don't think he wanted to get pigeonholed. When you have the biggest stream song ever, people are going to try to pigeonhole you to that sound. So I think he wanted to make sure I don't want any people to even think that's my sound because it's not. So maybe, I don't know, maybe he is just kind of being like a ditto. So anyways, this is the one one of the songs that I think deserves more attention than it than it didn't get because nobody i mean i don't think anyone would know about this unless they listen to the album for the exact reason that alan stated he said he didn't really hadn't really heard a type of uh, come up style song from Lil nas x mm-hmm. or heard of any of the background of his rise to fame so for me that makes this song really valuable and it's a bit of a shame that it's eclipsed by industry baby montero mm-hmm. also there's a line sorry i forgot to mention in the third verse that's you guys pretty serious Mama told me she was going to stop fucking around with that nigga. Told me she'd be clean, but I know that her ass is a deceiver. My mama told me that she loved me. I don't believe her. When she get drunk, she mm-hmm. hit me up, man, with a fever like, whoa, you even all that pretty, you even all that nigga, you ain't helping out with me. God won't forgive you. That's, that's tough, Damn, yo. Yeah. Mom calls him up drunk saying, God won't forgive you. That's tough, yo. And uh, the hook, Alan, was... I'm going to treat you like you're dead right now. You want to mess with right. me so bad right now. That's right. Yep. <laughs> of Realization was one, another one where I thought the bars were pretty weak, but the song in itself I really enjoyed. Um, Wait, are you sure you're, tra- you're talking about the 24-second inter- interlude? No, oh, this can't be right then. I must have wrote it down wrong. No, I must have wrote that down wrong. Or maybe I, I wrote right. it down wrong. Let me see. No, no, you're probably right. I probably wrote it down wrong. I was tripping. I was like, you got a lot. Oh, no. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> my bad, bro. My bad. I'm in scoop with, um, I wrote down wrong. I'm in scoop with Doja Cat. Yeah, here we go. So this was a song where um, I thought the bars were overall pretty weak, but the beat slapped. And then I really like Doja Cat's verse. Um, um, yeah, let him apologize and eat it in a Bentley. Bars, bro. <laughs> bars, bro. 
I'm just imagining Doja Cat with a blood <laughs> she'd be eating out a Bentley, bro. Like that's, that's hard, bro. He named my right cheek Jennifer, my left cheek Lopez. Oh my god, that's nasty. I love ah oh, fucking Doja Cat, so funny, dude. She's a wild, yo. Um, don't call me stupid with this big old fucking forehead. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought the bars in this, especially, I think it was also kind of coming from, because um, like I heard Dead Right Now. I didn't really expect to hear bars in this whole album, if I'm being honest. And then he gave me some of like Dead Right Now. And so then I was like, okay, let's go. And then the bars got me again. But then there's some songs later where he gets back on the bars. So it just depends. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- this one, this one is another just like catchy ass song for me. When uh, when you ain't never seen a nigga hit Pilates, like that's mm-hmm, one that's gonna mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that one's gonna be stuck in my head forever. Um, like uh, you know, you could you could just say, oh, the, well, the chorus he's just scoop scoop, and the the verse is kind of just whatever. Like, <laughs> but I don't know. I think the way that if you, I think you, if you can appreciate like the rest of this album as a pop album, and you can like look past kind of like like the verses not being that long or not being that like involved, I think you'll fuck with this song. If I'm being honest, and you'll even get something out of the verses if you if you're like willing to look for it and be like, and I'm trying to fuck little nigga, fuck that mm-hmm. chit chat. Like that's I'm talking guts work. I was talking guts when I asked where your dick at. Yeah, <laughs> like. If, out here. <laughs> like he's he's acting like he's a 2000s like a 2000s 50 cent talking to talking to some girl in the club but he's he's doing it gay and that's like hella different and interesting hella dope, bro i love that yeah. line i ain't talking guns when i ask where your dick at that's so funny bro <laughs> yeah a little not actually we're getting toxic bro <laughs> so funny bro um, I've been working on my body. You ever seen a nigga hit Pilates? That's great, bro. Actually, I'm I might change my mind. These bars are fire. <laughs> Milo, what do you think of this song? I, I didn't think much. I like the Doja, Doja Cat. I mean, you guys pretty much said the Doja Cat feature to me is the crown jewel of this song. And I don't know. I still wasn't really with the hook. I. And the only couple, and in fact, the only bars I caught were once again from Doja Cat, like the "You can't call me stupid with this big old forehead." Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe uh, this might just be—I don't know. It's just his voice. Like I can't get past that. I, I don't. It's uh, Tyler's deep voice works. Oh, but he has one of the best the ever. Voice here, <laughs> it's not—it's not clicking. I can't think of any other like deep voice rappers that ASAP did like. it for a little bit. ASAP did it. A little bit, but not much. You can't compare other people's deep voices to Tyler. He just has one of the best deep voices ever, bro. Like, <laughs> okay, you're not biased or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of me. What do you guys think of that track? Uh, Alan, start with you. My least favorite song on the album. Really? Sure. This is, yeah, this is one that... Milo, your criticism, he doesn't have like the best singing voice, I think is really, really apparent on this one, if I'm being honest. And it's not, it's not a banger. Lil Nas X, I think his, his talent is making bangers and like making these fun songs. And I get you kind of want to do like a kind of, I guess, 
a pride anthem or whatever, but I know for like, maybe it's not my place to really criticize that if that was his intent. But for me, the song doesn't like, doesn't hit me in any way. It sounds like, I don't know. It sounds like a pop song from like 2011, if I'm being honest, like, hmm. like, a, like just something that would have topped the charts towards the end of when we like still considered radio play something to like strive for. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't like this one, Milo. Okay. I'm glad Alan said that because I feel like I'm so, I, yeah, I thought the hook sounded mad corny. I thought it that sounded like something out of a musical. So I was not, uh, but see that I will say this though. I, I might, I think I appreciated the substance a little more than Alan did because it, it sounded like he was saying in the song, what Mark's been saying, I don't want to get pigeonholed. Mm-hmm. And maybe if we had had a better execution, this could have pulled through and been solid. Mm. Okay. I see that. Um, he says, he even says here, Say you wanted me, say you need the validation. Tell me that you think you won't stop top your last creation. Word on a block gets you fell off, and I'm just saying, if it ain't mm. Old Town Road, a little nasty, I ain't playing. Hmm. Yeah, he, uh, I, I can't imagine the amount of people who said, yeah, bro, like, you only had Old Town Road. Let's be real. Like, Montero, trash, NGBB, trash, blah, 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 all this sort of shit. And once again, because once again, you're trying to hold a song up to a damn near impossible standard. Like, you just happen to hit the jackpot. And so, um, okay. So one thing I liked about the song, which I kind of mentioned already earlier, is that I think it had great production. Like as I do with most of this album, I love the production behind this song. I really can't tell you what he was talking about for the most part. (laughs) His singing was kind of meh, but the production, I was, it was a whole vibe for this song. And I really, really loved it. It's so interesting that you guys like, like the song more than I did. Because if anything, this is, in my opinion, one of the like less original tracks, but well, I, guess I don't need I don't need originality. I just need it to sound good. So, do you think it would have sounded more if? Do you, are you saying it's less original because of what he was talking about because of the music, the way the music sounded, or both? Because I feel more like the music of, sounded different. No, that's exactly it. It's that like the structure of the song is like a really played out pop track. Like as I'm looking back mm-hmm. at the lyrics, and I'm like, no, this is talking about like him coping with trying to be pigeonholed into old town road which he didn't Mm -hmm. want to do so in that sense i do need to give like the bars a little more credit i would say but i mean if the if it's a little nas x song and it's not like and i'm not like enjoying myself listening to it that much i don't count it as a success i don't know i was coming with that broadway musical type of sound (laughs) that's probably elton john's move yeah what was it, bro? <laughs> Real talk, Milo. So there was a there was an episode we did forever ago where you just you were describing some track and you said like it sounded like a musical, like a Broadway oh, musical, like, like 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 cats. And he was like, "Yeah, just cats and shit, niggas dancing everywhere." <laughs> 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 Listen to that, that was a week. Go check out our episode on um, uh, Morph Choirs. The silence, the unbearable silence of God. Go check that out if you haven't. But yeah, that was funny. Anywho, yeah, I I mean, I thought the production was good, but I couldn't really tell you much after that. Um, the song after was Dallas Sign Slime. Alan, you said you like that one? This is probably my favorite. That's not <laughs> like that's not one of the singles. I got that dollar sign slime. Oh my <laughs> this, this one has Megan the Stallion on it. 
Meg went hard, bro. <laughs> Meg I think killed the shit. Nas X and Megan both fucking go hard. I can see, like, I can see little Nas X coming and like, I walk in Neiman Marcus, I'm buried out, walk in the bank and say, fuck it, let's clear it out. Yeah. God damn, dude. He's, dude, he's just, fu- he's just fucking on one on this song. And then Megan comes in with that same energy with like a left hook and she's talking about like, Ooh, I'm just such an obsession. T about me, your IG suggestions, thick, no add-on prosthetics. Everything about me came from genetics. I'm that was oh, a girl. bar. No add-on yeah. prosthetics. Everything about me came from genetics. Mega real one. <laughs> yeah. Baby, all these hoes imitate me. You're gonna fuck a stan or the real slim shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Bro, Make the Stallion is a super underrated rapper, bro. That like, was, I mean, she has bars, bro. Yeah, that dude, that Stan, Stan Slim Shady. Yeah, that's a fucking bar. This whole track is just a banger. Like, I would have put this one as easily one of the singles, in my opinion, and it probably is going to be one that I'd put on the playlist. But Milo, Megan the Stallion, <laughs> or is it just Megan the Stallion? Whatever. I, I was going to say whatever yeah. you want to call her, but not nah, I guess whatever you want to call her. What am I supposed to say about an artist that has better features? Do I just we should just call this the reason? Another reason review. No, I hate so, that reason. I'm <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, keep going. Let me know. This is what'll work as a Meg the Stallion song. And actually, I tell me, did anyone think this kind of sounded like Industry Baby? Did it remind you of Industry Baby? In a any little way? bit. A maybe little that, bit. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe you could have Industry uh, Meg the Stallion, Jack Harlow over this sounds. And boom, there it is. This would have worked, but you know something? I, I wasn't am, feeling. Oh, go sorry. ahead. Well, this is real quick. Something I'm just realizing right now. Let me double check. But hold up, is it? Does Lil Nas X not have any black male rappers featured on this album? I don't think so. Because I just no. thought about it. I was like, wait, Doja Cat, Meg The Stallion. Oh, okay. Well, you got Jack Harlow, and then. Elton John and then Miley. I was like, I don't think he has a single other black male rapper on here. And but no, is that because of Lil Nas X or because of black male rappers? And, and that was my next thought. I was like, I wonder if he tried and they didn't want to do it, or if he was like, No, I'm doing this album without y'all. Like, I don't, I don't know which is there. But to me, that's like in order when you're a rapper, in order to like not have a black male rapper feature, you kind of have to purposely do it. It seems like, or something has to be going on. Like that seems like that'd be the norm. So for you to either have only female features or white male features, that seemed very purposeful. And so I'm very curious if that was purposeful. That's interesting. Yeah, I wonder if he would have tried to get like a Kevin Abstract or someone like that. You Dude, know? Kevin Abstract, Tyler, Blowing Nas X, all on the same track. Hard. <laughs> Tyler would outbar all the niggas, but hard. <laughs> yeah, I, but but even then, I don't know, because I feel like the features on this are people who are kind of like, we started really popping off the past two years, where like mm. we have Jack Harlow, who I can Elton John? very, very new. <laughs> what to say again? Elton John. Elton John. Yeah. <laughs> the past yeah. two years, Elton John and Miley yeah. Cyrus. <laughs> you heard Daniel Elton yeah. John. <laughs> but then Miley. Uh, but, but Miley, I feel like is really is really a good feature because of how much her dad, Billy Ray Cyrus, like. Oh, I forgot about that. 
took, yeah, was a huge part, in my opinion, of having Old Town Road really blow up because getting that feature was the thing that let him kind of like break through onto the country charts. I, I, uh, I mean, I know Billy Ray Cyrus because of how big his name is deserves some credit in that song's popularity. But that song was a banger way before he got on it and was right. like, and which I know, you know, it was already rising. I just feel like I need a state because I've heard multiple people talk about Billy Ray Cyrus's importance, which it is. I mean, he gave him like the credentials to like, hey, I don't care if they take you off the country charts, your country. So like he gives them the validation so that tons of white people will listen to him. But that song was a banger way before Billy Ray hopped on. Yeah. And I mean, if you guys want to talk about it now, we could. But I think Miley, like, Miley, I think, has a great feature on it. Yeah, this. I'm down. This was this was one of my favorite songs on the, on the album. You don't really talk about that Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, I, you don't like it? I Speak on it. <laughs> yeah, talk about I'm, Am I Dreaming. <laughs> or not? Old-fashioned Am I Dreaming. So... <laughs> the the <laughs> this song was stressful as far as the music goes i don't remember marley Cyrus's part it was that's it was inconsequential i just it came and it went the music to me was very interesting because it was sounded like kill bill and my twisted dark fan my beautiful dark twisted fantasy at the same time so just think like that spaghetti western well, sound well. from yeah <laughs> and then take the lost in the world off of my beautiful dark twisted etc and i was like this is so the the soundscape was fine the only reason i just i don't do we take miley cyrus seriously i do i, I think she's a really unique artist i don't for the most part but she sounded fine on here like i'll give a person her credit whether i generally like them or not if like something sounds good and like i thought might need to get on here to be you know what i'll you know that's fair she didn't bring the song down i'll say that like, although her part wasn't memorable to me, I mean, maybe that. I mean, that doesn't have to be a bad thing, right? Because if it was completely just, you know, crap, mm-hmm. then I would have remembered it for being that. But what stuck out to y'all that you felt it was worth mentioning, Mark? Um. So for me, I once again, as y'all know, I'm a very big vibe person. If it's such a vibe, and this was like a very dreamlike vibe. It was kind of very fluttery. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, that kind of Western guitar, there. it was very fluttery. It was very, the singing was very soft and very welcoming and inviting. And I wasn't really listening heavy to the lyrics, but they gave a kind of very somber feel to it. And so it just kind of put me in a nice vibe. I don't know if y'all ever listened to X's album 17, but very similarly, it's very kind of acoustic sounding, very dreary, very mesmerizing and this is what i felt from this song mm-hmm. alan so so for me you could even you could take the words out of this song and if you just have nas x miley and they were just harmonizing the tune i think you'd get an absolutely beautiful song yeah yeah and that's and that's the strength of it for me because it's you know it, in some ways it is kind of a like a victory lap for little little Nas X saying that like, Hey, I'm here. I'm bringing on someone who like is the daughter of someone who really helped me kind mm-hmm. of blow up with old town road. And kind of in the same way that, um, that track Compton by Kendrick Lamar is at the end of good kid, mad city. Like this mm-hmm. is the victory lap for me. And it's not a, it's not a rap song. Like if we criticized all album, little Nas X's singing voice, I think the way that him and Miley kind of come together, like, in these two completely different vocal worlds and just make this beautiful harmony from like 
like Lil Nas X verse gets a verse, then he sings the chorus, then Miley does a verse, and then they both come back together to round out the album on the last chorus, like, oh, never forget me, like I'm your favorite song, I'm fading. Oh, never forget me and everything I've done together. Mm-hmm. Really, it just like leaves me on like a really strong, uplifting note. And the way that the two harmonies come together, I think was just beautiful and was a really unique moment for the album. Great way to close, in my opinion. Well, were there any other ones that you guys like, really loved because i think those were most of the ones that like i really really liked or if there's one that mark that you really disliked i mean i'm not like i said there was nothing on here that I really disliked um i did also like a lot tells of dominica yeah that's what i was liked it a lot dude once again vibey like there wasn't really bars or lyrics or anything but it just he has a few songs on here where yeah little nas x little nas x little nas x is by no means the best singer but I mean, you could tell there is money behind this album, bro. Like, just the production is really great, and uh, maybe like singing lessons, harmonizers, whatever. But I thought this sounded really good. I was a big fan. So, tells Dominica and Sun Goes Down. So this is what these are two songs I think that deserve more attention. Mm-hmm. The tells of Dominica. First of all, they had these beautiful strings at the end, which I thought was the most unique thing about this production. But as far as the vocals and the guitar, it was basically the same as Montero. Not not the same, literally the same melody, or but I'm just saying like of the same kind type of style. And mm-hmm. actually, that, I think that's the third, maybe fourth time he's used that sort of flamenco style guitar on this album. So, you know, what? I'll backtrack on what I said just a little bit. Maybe he's into that sort of Spanish guitar and deep delivery while telling some type of story because he does that on another song. Mm-hmm. What was it? This is what I want, or that's what I want. Yeah, that's what I want. That's the Legend of Zelda guitar that I was talking about. At any rate, back to Tales of Dominica. It's too bad that you weren't like too focused on the lyrics, Mark, because you really missed out. Really? Oh, damn. I mean, he's talking about like he's reached the point of no return. And so that with the really melancholy, somber vibe with those strings at the end, I think made for a very poignant storytelling song so this is pretty good i thought it tells dominico stands out it's outstanding okay okay um, yeah i like i like this yeah, one yeah. a lot too uh you're earlier you said one of the other songs reminded you of the desert level for Ocarina of time and this one the guitar sounds a lot more like gerudo valley in my opinion um just uh, <laughs> i'm not a nerd so i don't know these references but you know. <laughs> well, i i know that one because your boy learned to play that one on guitar back in high school but, um, <laughs> But I, I also really love the like the guitar tone on this is really good. And I can tell that this is it like this. It isn't country, but it is kind of the way that if you want Lil Nas X to be someone who uses like a unique style of guitar music with rapping, this is one that I think you could get down with. And it's totally a really unique like m- moment, in my opinion, too, because this is one that's where he's it's like emo. It's like sad. If you just took this song out of context and like played it for someone, they'd probably classify this as like a a more sad rock song. And if that's if you can like look past that, I think you're gonna see it's one of the better ones, especially when he's especially this chorus when he's like, Sometimes you're angry, sometimes you're hurt. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like yep. I think his like <laughs> when I sing it, it sounds awful, but when he does, it sounds 
I think it meshes really well. So this is another highlight for me. And it's like, I got to hand it to him for the uniqueness because this is the one time that it works for me on the record. Like not a banger of track, but still really good. Yeah. yeah so maybe this dude, maybe his sound, sorry, man, he's, you country be like just roll with it, like because I mean the Spanish guitar, like that's just like I don't. And you telling stories like that's not too far removed from the type of stuff you do with country music. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like this as much. I don't like this as much a dollar science dollar science line. Like that's I don't know. I don't think he needs to necessarily follow just doing similar stuff all the time. My notes for Dollar Science Line was generic, but a slapper, though. <laughs> I was like, this song slaps, bro. Generic. But no, it's funny. Yeah, so, Milo, you said you like Sun Goes Down. Like, for me, back-to-back, Tells of Dominica and Sun Goes Down versus, like, love these two songs back-to-back. For whatever reason, he's just great at that vibe. So, if he's not doing Old Town Road, give me more of this shit. And, like, and, like he could do the bangers. Once again, Industry Baby, fire. Song with Meg, fire. Song with Doja, fire. But, like, I'm just saying there's other people who do that sound way better, bro. There's just other people like like you like you mentioned my little with the Jack Harlow song. I'd rather that have been a Jack Harlow song, to be honest, and him just murked it and maybe added a different feature. Um with the Meg one, Meg was my favorite part. With the Dojo one, Dojo was my favorite part. And so it's just kind of like for all his bangers on that were on this album, I felt like it was more so the feature than him. And I felt like his real highlights are um these kind of like if he's not going to make more old time roads which i'm not saying he should but like if he's not i feel like his new lane that he seems to actually really be decent at is making these more i don't know like pop rocky alternative sad songs like he's these and storytelling like he's really good at that <laughs> so, any other songs that people really wanted to mention yeah sun goes down i just wanted to point that one out because it was the song that sounded the most like hip-hop on the album Mm-hmm. And the vocals were very good. Like they they were fresh, like tropical fruit. Like I could just picture palm trees with coconuts and you know pineapples and stuff. So, and the substance of the song is pretty. It's just talking about like these insecurities. So, I mean, I guess you know if Alan, you say Kanye West did it better off of the college dropout, but um, this was the most hip hop sounding song. It had great vocals uh, that really painted a, you know, an Island like picture and what he's talking about, I think is something that everybody deals with. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I'm y'all not... wouldn't fill in it. So uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, for me, it makes sense that this is a track you like more. Cause I think that this is one of his most like, like his verse on this is one where he's rapping about his life for the most real part. When he talks, like when he talks about how, what is this verse? Oh, the one verse since 10, I've been feeling lonely, had friends, but they was picking on me. Always thinking why my lips so big. Was I too dark? Mm-hmm. Can you sense my fears. These gay thoughts would always haunt me. I prayed God would take it from me. It's hard for you to know when you're fighting and nobody knows when you're silent. I'd be by the phone standing Nikki morning until dawn. The only place that felt like I belonged strangers make you feel so loved you know and and i'm happy by the way that i made that jump that leap of faith i'm happy that it all worked out for me i'm gonna make my fans so proud of me like to me if you had to take any part of like any verse and put it over to like represent the entire album that would be it for me it's lil nas x talking about the time before he was famous before old town road when you know he's a gay black kid in the south Mm -hmm. like that's 
that's a tough way. That's a tough way to grow up. But the only place that he ever felt like he was welcome was like when he's online talking to like Nicki Minaj stands who are the only ones who are like, Hey, you be you. If you're gay, that doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's really real. Like for, I mean, for Gen Z to talk about like how much they view the internet as a way that they could like escape is I really, really respect how honest that is. Um, so I liked this song. I didn't like, this isn't one of my favorites to be honest, because again, I don't think the chorus is that strong necessarily. But if you had to pick one that's like, I want to see Lil Nas X rap, I want to see Lil Nas X talk about life, Sun Goes Down got to be one of the best ones. Mark? Yeah, I like this a lot. I thought the lyrically was good. I thought it really did give me a vibe. Um, Once again, I I wasn't really listening too close, like super close for the lyrically, but the, the vibe was there and it made me like it. And once again, if it came on again, I would not skip it. So I don't much to say, but I did like the song. Did you like the Coldplay song? Coldplay song? I saw Alan look up to the <laughs> what did he what did he, I don't know. Can you guess the song I'm talking about, Alan? <laughs> no, no, I, I I really can't. Oh, it's void. Ah <laughs> void was a meh for me. <laughs> void was a meh. This is a love song. It's a really minimal love song ballad, but it, it had like these military drum drums and I know everybody knows that riff from what is it, Clocks or I think it is a yeah, that's clocks, yeah. Yeah. The the riff on this one sounded similar to that. And with the drums, I was like, oh, it's cool. It's a Coldplay song. Uh what else is there? No, I don't want it was a skip. For me at least. There was a sexy blues guitar. Yeah, don't want it was a skip for me also. Sorry. Yeah, me also. Um that's not or that's what I like. I wasn't a fan. Um else was on here i mean yeah i think i really mentioned all the ones i like to be honest or even came close to liking i dollar sign with all this yeah i didn't notice them really off the oh life after salem um i liked i thought that was cool i like the vibe of life after salem yeah that was the one with the sexy blues guitar okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yep i like that one um but no i'm bugging mm-hmm. ty dollar sign was not on this this is from a different dupe let me <laughs> no, if we if we did that whole thing earlier, you're talking about how there's no straight black male rappers on. Yeah, there, tie, <laughs> fucking tie dollar signs on this. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But was he really? I feel like his name is. I don't remember hearing that nigga on anything, bro. Sometimes he has features where he's like listed as a feature. Like it was on a recent album we did. He was listed as a feature, and I was like, dude, I did not hear that nigga on the song. It was like a really recent album we did. What album was it? See, I don't remember because I, I always think of like the beginning of Rodeo when it's like Travis Scott traveling from the reaches of outer space or whatever. And then I didn't realize until years later that that was T.I. narrating <laughs> Travis Scott's come up. You didn't recognize that drawl? <laughs> no. There was Lost in the, there, uh, the Juice World song. Which one? Lost in the Citadel. Oh, and Juice World song. Dude, if we would have Juice World, if we would have paid for some Juice World vocal vocals. Apparently, no, we're we supposed don't need to be, any more Juice World. Apparently, like, we're getting so Lil Baby Juice oh World's manager God. announced. Well, we're supposed to be getting two more Juice World albums. But the first one, which I think is Party All Night or Party After Night, Party Something, uh, was supposed to be released really soon. But they're now holding it back because they're releasing a Juice World documentary at the end of the year. 
and and his manager said he's there's no more new music's coming out until the documentary comes out which makes sense i mean they're trying to build hype so also actually never mind i'm gonna leave at that so yeah Huge roll. <laughs> sounded like he sounded signed an NDA. <laughs> As a matter of fact, oh, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So lost in the baby, bro. <laughs> Talked about one of me, the art of realization. That was just a random. Jay-Z. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's everything. Uh, yeah, we did it. We did it. All right. Spicy meter, Alan. This thing's a spicy. It's uh, it has skips on it, but. There are some tracks that I think are like my favorite pop songs of the year, basically. And I think this shows to me that Lil Nas X is not just the guy who made Old Town Road and is a one hit wonder. I think this is a this is a real enduring artist that I'm going to be following. Uh, So good album, in my opinion. Spicy. Milo. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give this album a spicy. I think the numbers don't lie. I think the substance when he does like talk about his life is clearly there what mainly everybody heard me say it over and over what got in the way was just his his vocal style and the fact that a lot of the stuff like some songs sounded like Coldplay and other songs sounded like Travis Scott and other songs sounded like Juice World but for some people that's not an that's not an obstacle and they don't really they don't really care about that type of thing so and then of course it had like very good features the features are all really good I can see other people liking this album I just personally didn't so it's spicy Mark, Mark, what are you thinking? So for me, I thought this was kind of spicy. Um, like I said, this isn't anything I'm going to play again. Any song that I liked on this album, there's a different version of it. I like a lot more by different artists. Um, and so it was just kind of like, there's some cool songs, but nothing that would actually keep me listening to this song or listening to this album. Um, but I really agree with Milo. I do think for a lot of people, this might be like their album to listen to. It's just for me, not it. Um, not what I wanted. But yeah, so kind of spicy. Uh, two songs I will be picking are um, Taste of Pills of Dominica. Um, Dead Right Now. I just really like those verses on Dead Right Now. So Tales of Dominica and Dead Right Now are my two. Um, if I may. Mm-hmm. I would have gone with uh, Tales of Dominica and Sun Sun Goes Down. Okay, so I think we can all agree Tales of Dominica is going to be one of them. That mm-hmm. song has a, that sick guitar. But I, we're going to have to come to another uh, another compromise because I want Dollar Sign Slime. I do. Mark, could I, uh, could I interest you in Dollar Sign Slime? What was your second you can. one, Mark? I'll do you? Dollar Sign Slime. <laughs> what was your second okay. one? <laughs> My second one was... Um... Dead right now, just because the verses were really good. Mm, oh, dollar sign slime is subjectively better than that. <laughs> the hook on the, like, even though I didn't like the hook on dollar sign slime, it, I, if I had to listen to a hook over and over, it would be that one instead of the one on dead right now. <laughs> okay, so in that case, we are going to be adding two new tracks to the album app judge playlist dollar sign slime and Lost in the Citadel. Be sure to check these out. They're Will Nas X songs. I think, uh, when the energy pumps up, you'll know they're coming on. Mark, why don't you tell us what we're doing next week? Next motherfucking week. We are doing an album. Y'all talking about Uzi, that shit, bro. We're going to be doing an album by rapper Young Boy Never Broke Again, a.k.a. NBA Young Boy. Why his name is 
two ways. I don't know. But um, his album, Sincerely Kentrell. Um, I'm assuming Kentrell was his name. Or Why is there so I, much shade in this? <laughs> I don't know. Shade. This is whatever no shade. that means. You still know who this nigga is, bro. If his name is Kentrell, bro, I don't know. So I'm assuming his name is Kentrell. But uh, no wonder he changed it. It's not rapping by that name. But uh, see, there you go. <laughs> okay, that was shade. Samus, old boy Gillum. I probably should have thought of Shane because NBA young boy. Apparently, NBA young boy, a real one, bro. I don't know if I want to fuck with him. So um, better, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um. Did you know? Side note. Did you know? Real talk. This is not fake real talk uh the feds have a case like it was released by one of like like a sheriff or something like that one of the feds had a, had a case for nba young boy and they labeled the project um uh um young boy never free again <laughs> that's what the feds labeled the project okay. in the case that gets me young boy never free again that's wild bro the feds have some bars dude <laughs> Oh, Ted's dropped an album hosted by DJ Vlad <laughs> or some shit. That'd be hard as fuck, bro. <laughs> they could get all the rappers who are in prison and then they could get them, like 30 cents oh, to do a verse. Oh, <laughs> we made like a billion dollars off this album because we paid no money for the features and no money for the producers. Yeah, you can... <laughs> Yeah, you want to be on the Fed's album? We're not going to pay we'll, you. We'll, 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 sh- we'll shave a year off your time. <laughs> you just get on our album. <laughs> we get it for our features. Oh god damn, bro. That'd be hilarious. Um but yeah, so his album Sister Control, but this is actually his big news because he might be he might go number one. And if so, he'll be the first person since who or first person since uh, I guess that's Lil, Lil Wayne, Wayne, right? Lil Wayne was the most recent, probably way back in the day. But Tupac and Lil Wayne were the only other two rappers to go number one while in prison. NBA Young Boy will be a third if it happens. And apparently for this younger generation, he is like that guy. And so, yeah, we'll be checking this out. We can review g album, but these niggas don't like g so I guess we're not going to review su- that You album. suggested this one. Just stop. <laughs> don't even act like you're listening. You, you were about to listen to the g album. Get the bro, fuck out of here. Free porn and cheap drugs is my fucking theme song. No, it totally ain't. <laughs> it's not. You don't remember how that song goes at all. Free porn, cheap drugs. That's how that song goes. <laughs> how it goes at all. Stop. You just you said any you, you didn't you, just, you said it in a sing song you way thinking we were just gonna accept it. <laughs> I was hoping y'all didn't remember either. No? <laughs> Free porn, cheap drugs. Like that's not your favorite song. Get the fuck out of here. Bro, such a slapper, bro. You need to start respected about album. No, some some random nigga hit me up on my rapper Instagram account. It's probably not. Oh, we're done. Future, you know, because I'm that big, bro. Oh, we done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Peace out. Have a good one. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> All right. Later, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. That was fun. No, really talk. <laughs> we went off the rails at the end there. We, we, we did. It is what it is, bro. Um, here, dude, honestly, Westside Gun releases like six fucking albums a year, bro. I don't know how this nigga raps as much. He must have no friends. <laughs> Rude. Well, he always has like a stable for features, and he like he knows he can just fill up half the album. Bop, 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 bop. He makes like bro. He makes so much music, bro. Like he must just he must just live in the fucking studio. You know, how most rappers will make like a thousand songs, but then out of those thousand, they release like twenty. This nigga must just release all thousand songs he makes, bro. Because like. 
this is crazy. He must be like, oh, my bars are so good that the world needs to hear this and just read it. That's what it is. weird ones that don't like him. Like, people love West Side Gun, dude. Nobody likes West Side Gun. Tyler said that's the reason he started rapping again. West Side Gun's not. Tyler was being facetious. No, Tyler was dead ass. He literally put West Side Gun in the fucking live. He was dead serious. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> that sounds more like Walker Flocka, but <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's really just us. I like it's super weird. Apparently, the world loves that fool, but um, yeah. All right, everyone, good. Yeah, I everyone? will. Uh, I'm gonna start working on this like tomorrow. Okay, I'm gonna uh, upload it to the drive uh, sometime in the next hour or so. Cool. All All right. Right. Good job, though. I had fun. Good job. Peace out. Later, yeah. guys.